Hello, hi, I'm Tammy Shianbade, and this is Ask Tammy Live, where we discuss the best ways to establish your business, protect your name, and keep your profits. I'm so glad that you're here today. It's this beautiful Friday in Texas, in Houston specifically, and it's exactly the reason why I live in Houston, because it's about to be December, and I don't need a winter jacket. Love it. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. Today, we are talking about social media and contests and promotions. Like right now, you know it's the holiday season. We are, if you're an entrepreneur, you're trying to make sure that you're closing out on your fourth quarter goals. You're trying to really maximize this season. You probably had some Black Friday promotions and you're probably doing a lot of stuff to really generate sales online. And many people, this includes promotions, contests, and things like that. But what most entrepreneurs don't know is that when you decide to have a contest or a promotion online, you may be opening yourself up to additional liability. And so today, what we're gonna discuss is how do I keep my social media promotions legal, all right? How do I keep my social, social media promotions legal? And we're gonna be looking at Colhan and the FTC and look at Kohan and what they had to kind of go through when they decided to use social media to promote some of their product. So if you don't know anything about Kohan, it's a, it's a brand they're known for making good goods, right? That's how they were started on back in 1928. And then in 1988, they were actually sold to Nike. So you might not know that they're a subsidiary of the Nike platform or the Nike brand. Um, and so this occurred back in 1988. But what we're talking about is something that happened a little bit more recently. In 2014, this company decided that they wanted to really maximize Pinterest. And they decided to do this new promotion where they said, hey, take five pictures of yourself in your favorite pair of our Kohan shoes in your five favorite places. And we want you to use the hashtag wandering souls. Get it? Souls, like souls of your shoes? Ha, huh? yeah. So they decided to do that. It was really cool. But one thing, one additional factor for this promotion is that the people who had the most creative posts on Pinterest would receive a thousand dollars. So there was some type of incentive for people to be promoting this particular brand of shoe. When the FTC got wind of this, they were not super pleased. And the reason why is that whenever there's a substantial exchange, most people would want to know. So for example, if someone, if one of your friends says, hey, I want you to go to the store and buy this item, it's amazing, I tried it out, I love this perfume, or I love this, this type of clothing, it's awesome, you should really buy it, you'd probably believe them. And you wouldn't have any reason not to. But what if later on you found out that that was actually a company that they owned, or that the company had paid them money to start asking people to go there? that would probably change how much weight you would give to their recommendation. And that's exactly what the FTC is trying to guard against. And so with this specific situation, with the Cole Haan shoes, luckily they didn't get into too much trouble. It was more like a notice that was given to them from the FTC, but that was back in 2014. Since then, we have seen the FTC increase their regulation of on-air and social media promotions. So when you see people post things and say, hey, this is awesome, I love this, if there was some type of substantial exchange that was given, they might be running into an issue. So for those of you who are entrepreneurs, you're promoting your brand, you're promoting your goods. 
if there's a substantial exchange that you're giving to brand ambassadors and social media influencers, you need to make sure that you are warning them that they have to figure out some way to give a disclosure. Now, there's no magic language. Basically, the FTC says all you need is to give the essential information. So a post saying, hey, thank you for giving me X, Y, and Z, or thank you from this company, or thank you to this company for giving me X, Y, and Z, I really love it, would be sufficient. So you need to be making sure that if you are a business owner and you're leveraging social media, you are telling the influencers and brand ambassadors who are using your stuff to give some type of disclosure. Okay, especially if, again, there is a substantial exchange. I want to read to you what the FTC said because I want you to hear the language that they use. They said, entry into a contest to receive a significant prize in exchange for an endorsement through social media constitutes a material connection. So they're establishing if you are making, if you are offering to give someone money, substantial amount of money, or you're giving them a significant prize for promoting your brand, that's something that your customers ought to know. It's something that they should have so that they understand the proper weight to give to whatever endorsements they receive. Now, this isn't saying that you have to fully disclose like, you know, your entire company history, but it's just, again, thinking about the reasonable buyer. What would you want someone to disclose to you if they were trying to promote something your way? You would want to know if that person had some type of financial gain or backing. And so that's all that this is asking for, just making sure you fully disclose this information. All right, it's the essential information. And saying something as simple as company X gave me this and I'm really grateful. You know, especially for people who are promoting on Pinterest or on Instagram. I know sometimes people put hashtag ad. That's pretty good too, as long as you put it above the cutoff line so that people see that up front. And I keep on reiterating this because this is something I see on a regular basis. I can't just go up to every single social media influencer and say, hey, I can tell that you're promoting something that someone paid you for and you're not giving proper disclosure and things like that. So you really want to make sure you are being diligent and that you're not breaking any rules. Because in 2014, all they did was give them a slap on the wrist. But since then, they have actually fined people. They've actually like put out a list of companies and um, influencers who have violated these rules. And they're ready to come after people. You don't want to be one of those people. All right? So if you have more questions, I just really covered the tip of the iceberg when it comes to running promotions and contests on social media. There's actually a lot more that goes into it, a lot of um, uh, nuances that you need to be aware of. If you, have, if you have questions about those things, you wanna make sure that you reach out to me, I'm available. You can visit my website, www.toslegal.com to find out more and to find a way to connect with me. You can also follow me here on, on Facebook or on Instagram at TOS Legal. You can follow the podcast on iTunes or iRadio. You can follow it on Stitcher Radio as well. So there are lots of ways to connect and to make sure that you stay informed. I hope that this has been really helpful. Um, I want to make sure that you all are meeting your goals, but that you're doing it in a way that won't subject you to fines later on, okay? So I see a question. So this might be a silly question. What if I'm promoting my own business service or products? There's nothing wrong with like promoting your own stuff. I mean, there's, yeah, you don't need to necessarily, I mean, especially if people recognize that it's your own business, 
um, then there's no need to really disclose. I will try to think, I think your question might be, oh, hello. And I think your question might be like, let's say you have a brand that is has a different name from your own. So for example, I know you're, you're a photographer, you have a company for everyday um, photos, which is different from obviously your name. And so with regards to that, if people generally recognize you in conjunction with your brand, you're probably fine. I don't think that there'll be a huge issue. So I hope that this is helpful. Um, and I see someone else saying that this is really helpful information. Great. I know again that this is the season, this is the time. So again, keep doing your promotions, but make sure you're doing proper disclosure. Again, that's exactly what you would want. You wouldn't want someone to you know, be promoting something and not telling you that they're getting $1,000 for every time someone buys their brand or that they're winning some type of contest. you know. And that again goes for those of you who are requiring people to purchase things. That's a whole nother issue that if you are asking people to actually purchase a product from you, you have to come and have a seat with me or another attorney to make sure that you're really staying within those guidelines um, because it's super, super, super important. You wanna be very, very, very careful. All right, so I see a couple of people have made comments. I'm so glad that this is helpful, especially during this holiday season. I know it's been two weeks, but I have not forgotten about my people. And also, I want you to notice, I forgot to say this, I've been moving to Fridays. Last time I did this, some people indicated that this would be a better time. And frankly, it's a better time for me. It's almost the weekend, so we can really have a comfortable conversation and chill and get into some of these stories. So um, let me know if this is something that you like, and yeah. That's all I have for you. So have an amazing week. Again, my name is Tammy Shiambare, and this is Ask Tammy Live, where we discuss the best ways to establish your business, protect your name, and keep your profits. I will talk to you soon. Happy shopping and happy selling. Bye.